Hey Julie. Hey Julie. One last time, welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. Danielle, we're here. It's we're over. We're here. It's over. And could you believe it would end the exact way we wanted it to end? Uh, I was kind of surprised. I I was actually quite emotional uh, <laughs> upon oh. the ending, upon the the reveal of the winner. Spoilers. I was, and then the mm-hmm. end of the the series, the end of the season. It was like these people were all my friends all summer long, and I'm now never going to care about them again. Yeah, I was emotional, but in a joyful, like I was cackling maniacally way. Um, just because I don't think we have to worry about spoilers. Honestly, let me check in. <laughs> Brett, you're the only person I know who um, tried to avoid spoilers until today because it really seemed this was like a big pop culture moment, even outside of the Big Brother fandom, it felt yeah. like. Like CBS, the official CBS account was tweeting about this. E, e was t- tweeting about this. Lay's Potato Chips was tweeting about this. I'm sure they were. How did you avoid the spoilers? I muted a number of words. Monty, Taylor, Turner, HOH, hashtag BB24, hashtag Big Brother, Big Brother, um, evicted, winner. I muted a number of words, yet I felt like I was semi-spoiled this morning. I, because Twitter, man, (laughs) Elon, don't call me. (laughs) I have nothing good to say to you. (laughs) But take a note. You have in the safety features of Twitter, muted words. You can mute words. Say there's a word, there's a topic that triggers you because of some trauma you've experienced in your life. This is a good thing to have on Twitter. I use it so I avoid spoilers on things. Avengers Endgame. And (laughs) that doesn't prevent you. So that's good. I didn't see in my stream anything spoiling of Big Brother. But on the trending topics, I saw Taylor trending. And I was like, interesting, interesting. Taylor might be also, I was like, but also Monty was trending as well. And I was like, interesting. Okay. I I mean, Taylor might just be trending because like she did something good. Taylor might be trending because she's clearly the internet's favorite uh, house guest this year. She (laughs) might've gotten third place and still be trending. But as the night was going on, I was like, uh, she was trending because she won this damn game, didn't she? So I was semi-spoiled. Um, but whatever, it's fine. It's Big Brother. I I get spoiled by every every turn and twist in the house by waking up in the morning and going to jokersupdates.com. So it's on yeah. me. Yeah, and really it's just you're waiting, you know, a night. A night and a half. CBS is really coming hard for uh, against football. My Denver Broncos mm. were in a wild 11 to 10 football game how do football teams get to the score of 11 to 10 i i can't tell you i can't begin to explain how that game happened neither can i i know (laughs) well stay stay tuned um in the second hour of the pod we'll we'll do big brother but danny's gonna danny's gonna do her cfl canadian football league preview so starting with the saskatchewan rough riders danny how are you feeling about the defense they got nothing on the Muskoka Mooses, let me <laughs> oh tell you. Oh, my God, that's not even a team. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Is this Saskatchewan Rough, Rough Riders, Riders a real team? 
Rough Riders. Yeah, that's a real team. That's okay. a real team. Well, I thought you were in making a, a joke. real state called Saskatchewan. <laughs> it's not a state. It's a province. Whatever, Hello. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Danielle, uh, yes. Taylor won BB twenty four. Oh my god, she won in every way possible. It really was. I came around like during during last night's episode. I was just cackling to myself because, you know, from the moment Monty picked her. And then the questions started. I was just like, I could see it on Monty's face. And seeing someone's such clear confidence just fall apart live, you know, that's why we love Big Brother. You get to see a lot of fun stuff happen live. It's truly the most real reality show. So to see his (laughs) confidence shatter second by second, first during the jury questions, then during the final speeches, There is a really awkward moment where he and Taylor were holding hands and she's like gripping his hand as they all usually do during the final two because I'm sure there's so much adrenaline. She's gripping his hand. He had to forcibly like remove her hand from his because he didn't want to hold her hand anymore. And she made a face like, you got to find this moment. I'll try to find it and retweet it from our account. But it's clearly, it's a very like sore loser moment where he's like, shit, I lost and I don't want to hold your hand. (laughs) It's like beautiful, incredible scene. Not only did Taylor win Big Brother, she also, and I loved this, won America's Favorite House Guest too. I thought that was impossible. I thought that like, we need to talk about America's Favorite House Guest, by the way. (laughs) Because I would think there was some shenanigans going on in the lower <laughs> b- bottom part of the shocked. ballot. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I can't but, say. Yeah. I, I didn't. I thought. I thought that the if the winner was that favorite house guest, that they were like, "Oh, here's the second envelope where we give America's favorites to second place, and we just pretend that this." this person didn't get it. So I guess the not. winner has never been the, the winner has just never been the favorite. I know. And that's why I also was just loving last night. Cause I was like, I love watching history be made oh like this God. truly is. We got to watch, we got to be not only alive, not only in good health, but pod, we got to be podcasters <laughs> during oh, wow. a historic big brother moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm just happy I was alive to see it. I'll always remember where I was when the winner of Big Brother also won America's Favorite Player. Yeah. I mean, if they let Canadians uh, enter the country and go on Jeopardy, I'm sure that you'll be like, <laughs> final Jeopardy. <laughs> Ken Jennings right. is like, the category is people who won America's Favorite House Guest. And... <laughs> Big Brother in the same season. What uh, a wild, wild ride. We got to talk about this Monty. The, like, we got to talk about Monty yes. for the first time this season. Let's talk about Monty. Okay. Okay. I, I'm ready. Not to now. take away from Taylor. Like, we're get, ta- Taylor's win was incredible. That speech was incredible. The dress was... Yes. That was like the dress that she was wearing like on, on like day two and all the women were like... It was perfect. She makes me quite uncomfortable and I don't know why. Perfect callback. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But for the first time this season, let's discuss Monty. Monty takes Taylor over Turner, and the thinking kind of makes sense. And the way he at least says it makes sense is like, I kind of made the biggest move of the season in Michael, getting out Michael. And I'm going to make the second biggest move of the season, getting out Turner. I've got, I personally 
got out the two biggest competitors in the game. And if this is like a blood on your hands, like like who's the biggest trophy? Who's the biggest skull? Who's the biggest buck with the antlers you got? Yeah. It's me, baby. Monty's key, Monty made two big mistakes. One of them he cannot fix. And the other one was a, a question of, of framing in his final speech. I'll just say this the thing he can't fix. Monty was never going to win this game unless he was sitting next to Alyssa. Because Monty is boring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Monty is just boring. He just talks and you're like, seems like a nice guy. I'm bored. I'm bored. Mm -hmm. he, he just doesn't really have anything interesting to say. And he's kind of listing off all of his accomplishments. And you're like, all right, yawn. Cool. You're like a hot dude who's like very capable at everything. And the second yeah. thing was in his speech, he's like, uh, he's like, vote for the person who, uh, who can be the representation of BB24. And that was his fatal error. Cause he had, mm -hmm. <laughs> he was like, cause he was essentially saying, vote for Taylor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he made a massive miscalculation where he thought we all think we're the main characters in our own lives, in all of life. He thought he was like the main character of BB24, and how he got to the end and thought that saying, "Oh, vote for the rep," like the who, the the person who's going to be the face of BB24. That's like two people. That's Taylor. Yeah. Michael. And that's Pooch. No, I don't know. It's, oh. like, it's like Daniel and Nicole or something like that. Or Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, Monty. Come on. No. I, I almost feel you. like Monty needed to like lie in the end and be like, actually, I'm a lawyer or like, actually, I'm a mayor of a small town in Michigan or whatever. <laughs> like, that's why I sound like a politician when I talk. Like, he had to, he had, he needed to make up some story. He needed to tell some sort of story about like, why he is the represent representative of BB24, why he should be the face of BB24, because he's making his, this point. And uh, aside from the, the, the comp wins part of it, he's just making Taylor's point for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously hindsight is 2020 and I hate to be a Monday morning quarterback, but like you're saying, who's the quarterback if, of the Rough Riders? By the way, <laughs> drop that Gord, in there. <laughs> Gord Stevenson. <laughs> Gord Tree. <laughs> Going along with that thought, like he thought he was bagging, like you said, a prized, um, prized Elk. deer or whatever. Oh, buck, yes. Uh, by getting Turner out. But if you follow the line of thinking, who was everyone trying to get out and no one could ever get out? Who was on everyone's radar? Who sat on the block all those times? Why would you give that person the opportunity to be like, this whole season was about me and none of y'all got me out and I'm still here? Like, that really was his fatal flaw to not see bigger picture. He was thinking, you know what his problem was, Brett? Monty, all of us, I think, actually, until Taylor made her speech, we were all thinking 2D, Big Brother. But Taylor was thinking 4D, Big Brother. And now we all see Galaxy Brain like Taylor. That's great. I mean, yeah. I, I think in any other season, in many other seasons, the Monty player wins for sure. The Monty player is like, 
I don't know. Everyone likes him. He was quiet the first half of the game, didn't do much. Then in the final moments, wins important comps, gets out that huge threat. So that's a big flashy move with Michael. In any other season, I do think he would have won. But he, yeah, he underestimated. That's what we pointed to an episode or two ago. And Taylor even hinted at that in her speech. She was like, yeah, we you could choose a winner that's like the other winners of this show. The sort of handsome boy next door who won the average number of HOHs and average number of vetoes and just like did everything by the book. And like, this is a good way to get into Taylor. Holy shit, man. Like first it was big brother. Or, hey, Julie, BB guest Kevin Jacobs <laughs> on BB Canada. And then Taylor, we've had two of the best final two speeches I've ever seen in like 20, 25 years of watching big brother this year unbelievable she throws Monty she's like yeah you could vote for Monty if you want to be a fucking loser if you want to vote for <laughs> mediocrity he has the blood he has the most blood on his hands but I bled the most blood and bandaged mm-hmm. myself the way she calls on the women to rise the yeah. way she is challenging people to vote for her yeah Just, what what an iconic speech, Great from, speech from someone like, and she and had some good say, speeches as the season went by too. Like she, she never really shied away from doing like a speech to kind of like flame some people on occasion. Yeah. I actually think I'm going to be totally transparent and honest here. I thought in the Q and a, they were both fine. Like the actual content of their answers were both fine, but I thought the way Taylor presented her answers, the way she articulated and the little like linguistic tricks that she employed that I'm sure she learned as a pageant girl are so effective. I was saying like someone asked a question about, um, I forget what the word was, damn it. Now I forget it. But like, oh, let's say it was impact. Like what impact did you actually have on the game? And Taylor would say like, thank you for, my, for so much for such an amazing question about my impact. And like, I feel usually impact is, is measured by this, but my impact of the game was this. She just kept repeating the word impact, which was like obviously the keyword of the question. Yeah. And even though she didn't really have that much impact on the game, <laughs> it sounded like she did because of the way she phrased the question, the answer. Two, I got two things on that. First of all, she made a really interesting point of like, I made you all feel so bad for me that at every Every week in this, every other week in this game, I was on the block and all of you people bent over backwards to keep me in this house, sometimes not at the benefit of your own game, just because you liked me so much and you would have felt so fucking bad if I went home. That's like interesting. It's a kind of a brilliant maneuver and it's a great way of framing it. And honestly, it makes a shitload of sense. Holy shit. Good job. <laughs> and also, you know how in Survivor, when they're like, oh boy, it's like into final four and they have to make the fire or whatever. And there's like the person who's like an accountant from Nebraska. And then there's a guy who's yeah. like, I'm a firefighter. I breathe flame. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> you don't want to go up against the firefighter, the person who starts and, and, and puts out fires for a living, who understands the flame more than anybody else. There's always a fucking firefighter on Survivor. Not this season. Anyways, but... It almost was a massive misstep 
on everyone in the cast to let Taylor get to the final two, which you know what happens in the final two? Eight people, nine people ask the stupidest, most fucking canned question imaginable, and you have to stand up on a stage and answer it in the most pleasant way possible. That is what the beauty queen superstar like superpower is it's that the same way you don't want to like uh, the if the final two competition of big brother was like throw a football through a hoop and tackle a guy you're like yeah you know what we probably shouldn't let tom brady get to the end of celebrity big brother because he's gonna kill us in the final two (laughs) this was a final two that's built for someone exactly with taylor's resume and exactly with her background and skill set as a human being outside of the game. I I can't believe I didn't think of it. Nobody really thought of it, but like, holy shit, going into the final two against Taylor is actually a gauntlet because she's literally awarded for doing exactly this. Well, I also think to be fair, everyone in the house, and I also have seen a little bit of this talk no, everyone in the house needed to be convinced, I think, that she actually did anything in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was one of the questions. Like, because it did seem as opposed to being a more active player who was, like, taking out huge targets or putting together a big alliance. She was more of, like, she was part of the alliance. She did her part in the alliance. She won HOHs. Like, people forget. <laughs> it's not like she didn't win anything. She wasn't a total flop. No, she won a couple um, HOHs, Yeah. But it's it's like seen for whatever reason. She was seen as less, I think, of an active player than, for example, what Monty thought he was doing. I know this is I'm taking a hard right turn here because I just want to say, of course, I'm happy that Taylor won and I'm happy she won against Monty specifically. I thought that was great, but I would really enjoy I would have really enjoyed seeing Turner in the final two answering those questions. I mean, so that's a question. That's a point I wanted to get to (laughs) other. Would Monty have suffered the same fate against Turner? No, he would have won against Turner. Interesting. Turner. Think about the speeches Turner made. Turner was such a dud. Turner was such a dud last night, actually. I, I really was kind of, I'm not disappointed in him. I'm not like, oh, actually, we should cancel Turner yeah, now. Yeah, like, exactly. No, it was just like, he's like, he gets up and he's like, oh, I'm just voting for like whoever, man. I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. It's like, fair. Own it. Own, own your own your choice, man. Like, yeah. I know that I the third that's... place person is always in the weirdest frame of mind, but like, own it. And I would have liked to have seen him, you know, stand up and fight for it because you know what? In a way, like, yeah, Monty might have beaten Turner, but also Turner, I don't know. He makes points. People really fucking like him. Terrence would have voted for Turner. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Terrence loves Turner. People probably would have voted. It probably would have been a closer vote. Maybe Monty still would have won, but Monty still might have gotten up there and given like a weird politician speech where you're like i feel like he was talking for for three minutes but i don't know what he said he didn't say anything yeah Yeah. um i hate to say it but hashtag danny was right about turner the whole time every time down to his last vote not that he's a dud necessarily but that he i mean speak of passive players he 
didn't have a clue what he was doing this whole time. He did well because he had better players telling him what to do and forcing him to do it. He always had a Kyle or a Monty or a um, Michael in his HOH room or whispering in his ear telling him, do this. And then he said, okay. <laughs> like he was never, even though he happened to be in the positions of power, the weeks that got out, Amira, which changed the game and Kyle, which changed the game. Turner was never the impetus. He was never the person deciding to do those things. He was just, he just, someone told him he should do it. And he said, okay, sure. Bro. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> fine. <laughs> and it was down to that last vote. He was like, I don't I'm voting for whoever. Like he, he didn't care. And uh, there's we got we got an interesting comment about about Turner as well. We can save it for later or whatever, but I, we can come back to to Turner. Okay. Um, and there was also a, a note too. I think someone said, was it Michael? Michael said that Turner was sleeping through like the meeting <laughs> strategy sessions of the leftovers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then Terrence, Terrence, his boy defended him because Terrence, but here's the thing. This is something that like, I have to call out as hypocritical of the audience to hate on this because th this is what that kind of gameplay is what people usually think is so good of like, oh my gosh, he laid low. You know, he had a good social game and he laid low the first half of the game. And then then you really break out and start like that's the sort of textbook what people are supposed to do. That's what every super fan, if they got into the game, would try to do. They'd try to just lay low, sleep the first half of the game. And then once you're safely in jury, then you kick it up a few notches. So I thought it was a little hypocritical of Michael to say that that was not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, he really had it in his mind. I mean, I think he was. He was pretty hurt by Turner's, by by being nominated by Turner. And he really credited Monty with the whole thing. And I think he almost, like, he just mm -hmm. decided in his head, Turner wasn't good enough to get me out. Monty was the one who was good enough to get me out. And so, like, I I was so good that I'm going to decide who who yeah. is the actual <laughs> like, winner of this because I'm the spiritual winner of BB24. <laughs> Resume yeah. wise, we didn't get much. There wasn't a lot of Michael last night. He Michael, was he was listen, downgraded to supporting people, character. People ask every year, like, who are you gonna follow on Twitter? Who are you gonna follow on IG? <laughs> None of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael, who I love and who is amazing and would have been a, quite an incredible winner had he got that far. What a great character! He definitely seemed like a little bit like like burns and like a little bit like jealous that he didn't get to the end. A little, a little bitter. A little, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, acidic. for sure. I mean, I would have been too. I would have been too. I would have been pissed for a couple of weeks. Uh, he, and, yeah. You know who I don't think was all that bitter? Who? My girl, Brittany. <laughs> you know what though? They're trying My to. My girl, Brittany. They're trying to, they're really trying to put the, put the, the wedge in between Brittany and Michael. Like, mm -hmm. Brittany comes out for the Dr. Will thing in the Target dress, mind you. The greatest was, dress was ever. That a, was that a faux pas wearing that dress a second time? No, that is Econista. She no. is fiscally aware and responsible. She is eco-friendly. Yeah. Where, Don't just wear it once and throw it away. <laughs> That's H&M. <laughs> 
This is Tarshay. And then she, and like a dang, uh, uh, Michael immediately hugs her. And then they're like, yeah, they're kind of putting, trying to put a wedge between the two of them. It's like calling out stuff that how he backstabs her. And then even then in the, after, in the kind of Q and A between the, the Q and A and between the announcement of the winners, uh, they're like, yeah, a bunch of, they do the, everyone hang half of you lied about your jobs this year. And then Julie's like, Hey, Brittany, Michael, who was lying about his job, called you out for lying about your job. How do you feel about him? You want to fight him? You want to throw a glass of wine in his face? I love that. I also loved just like, I feel like, again, the producers have been listening to Hey Julie this year because they hear us talk about how this is fucking live TV. Maybe get some drama on the actual live show as opposed to like planting seeds so that then they can go have a fight on like Instagram live later because they also apparently this is a production plan. Amira goes, you know, it's really surprising how Monty and Taylor are fucking. That was great. I absolutely loved that. I thought that was so funny. I was like, thank God someone is thinking about the entertainment value of this show. I do want to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> So we bring in, first of all, justice for Paloma. (laughs) She didn't. Gone but not forgotten. She didn't. forgotten. She wasn't like that guy who held a knife to someone's throat and they were like, I know, but remember that happened? Yeah, but remember in 19, Megan left? Yeah. Oh, she left for mental health reasons. Yeah, I think when they leave, it's just like, because they don't want to bring up the reason why. It's just kind of a bummer, you know, like, because it's pretty much Big Brother having to say, like, yes, our show is detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> no, but don't don't you have them back and you're like, how you doing? I'm doing great. If you need help, call this phone number. <laughs> I guess. But they'd rather, you know, they yeah, would I'll rather you under the pretend rug. it never Just happened. like mental health. Just like what the U.S. government does with mental, the mentally ill in this country. Put them exactly. on the curb and then say, you can't even sleep on the curb. Go somewhere else. You know Putting what they should have done? They should have. bolts on the benches so skateboarders <laughs> and homeless people have to go away. They should have cut to a commercial of the Air Force and it's Paloma driving the plane and it said, yeah, I'm doing better because I'm serving my country now. I'm Boom. Droning people. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't surprised to not see her. We had our other. You, are you wanting to talk about the pre-jurors? I really think I want to talk the about the one. pre-jurors. So we had we had okay. that. Pooch. Pooch had a good line. Pooch is like, yeah, it was a good line. It was, yeah, funny. I was gone so long, I thought I was going to step to sit in the audience and pay my own flight out of here from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It was a good yeah. line. It was good Pooch, Pooch was funny. Man. You know, Pooch knew he was only going to have one opportunity to talk, so he made it count. Daniel was a little bit word salad. He was like, oh, he got was too so, excited. He got too excited. Yeah, whatever, man. Oh, if only he, he was, was like, a, I'm on live TV. <laughs> if only he was a professional actor. <laughs> I got to talk about I hate- the thing that there's nothing to talk or say about. Nicole, iced, iced from <laughs> speaking. That was that was shocking. I screamed. <laughs> I mean, didn't did literally everyone else get something to say? Everyone got something to say. Yeah, they gave Alyssa that- something to say. I think production loves Alyssa. 
she's beautiful, and she's dumb. What I else think, you want? I think uh, Taylor loves Alyssa, too. I was really surprised at the end when they were like, Taylor, what are you going to spend that money on? Taylor goes, I'm going to go to the mall, Alyssa. <laughs> I think they all got Melissa, Melissa on the brain. Uh, I feel like also in the HOH comp, just very briefly on the HOH comp, the final one, where it's like Joseph's the, the security weenies. guard and he's the security oh, yes, yes, whatever. Yes. Alyssa's yeah. one is like, I'm dumb and I run the information <laughs> booth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get any information from me because I'm so dumb. I know. That one so was bad. rough. You know, actually, who I thought also got the short, short end, short, broken ankled, and end of the sick. Our girl Jasmine. I feel like she did not get enough screen time. Well, she got quite more frankly. She, you know what? Jasmine got a lot of screen time. Jasmine got a lot of pod time on this pod. And you know what? Like, we had a lot of fun You're playing with her. We had a lot of fun pretending that she was great. <laughs> At Big Brother and saying that she was our favorite. But no, she's still girl, my favorite. Like, I was not girl joking. Bi, girl by. No, because here's the no. thing. Like, she just she just learned all the wrong lessons from being on television. Like she just because everything I liked about Jasmine was her like without makeup on, her hair wasn't done, sitting in her bed, like barking orders and doing like mean impressions of people in the house because she thought Brittany was crazy and she hated Taylor. She hated like, that was just funny because she was so mean spirited, but everything she learned from it was like, play up the stupid accent as much as possible. Bring up muffins and butter beans as much as possible. I mean, she's going to be selling the muffin shirt, go on Instagram.com slash Jasmine BB or whatever. She's going to be selling the muffin t-shirts or whatever. I'm sure she is right now. I'm sure her family or whatever set it up. It's going to be super fucking annoying. And I, I do not want to hear from her. Like, cause she just learned all the wrong lessons. Girl. Bye. Wow. I disagree. I also over the muffins. I was like, all right, enough. Everyone brought it up. It was annoying. They clearly were like told this was this hit, this hit with our audience. <laughs> we got to shoehorn it in as much as possible. I still love Jasmine. I think she's adorable. I like her with her makeup on. I like her without it on. I like her in her fancy dress. I like her in her sweatpants. I think she's fun. And I don't apologize for that. I stand by it. I'm not a coward like some people who just sticks his tail between his legs once the season's over what and runs fuck? away. <laughs> talk about me? <laughs> I stand by my girl, okay? <laughs> wow. One thing about me, I'm loyal. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Um, who else was, oh, wait, I wanted to say, I did think it was funny that Daniel stuck to his guns when Julie was like, you said it was going to be boring when you left. Was it boring? And he was like, yes, it was for a few weeks. Well, the week <laughs> was after like, was, was like Daniel Fest, answer. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Dyerfest was boring. I, don't know. I respect, yeah, it was boring for us because they turned the feeds off. I respect his commitment to the bit of being the villain. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. He's going to be like <laughs> signing autographs. He's going to be selling like t-shirts with him. Yeah. <laughs> Twirling a mustache. Yeah. I mean, um, we say this every year, but like the, this could use a bit of Jeff Probst energy where it's just a little bit more free form and a little bit more like actually challenging people to like, be upset and get into fights and like not read something off of a card that like somewhat producer wrote. 
Well, I tweeted this, but didn't it, didn't the questions used to be a lot more fun or a lot more like personal? These questions were so drab. They were, it, it was, was weird. truly like high school debate questions. It was weird too because Julie was like, "You've all agreed on the questions, right?" And then whoever was supposed to read the first one, I think it might have been Kyle or whatever. Like he couldn't hear her, and yeah, she was, was like, Kyle. "Right?" Yeah, and it's like. What do you mean agree? This is not a jury. We're not like handing the fucking thing off to the, well, I know it's a jury, but like, it's not like a real jury where it's like, we are all 12 of you agreed to like the state should kill this person. It's like, what do you mean agreed? You got handed cards by producers. Nobody wrote any of these questions. Totally. But now that you bring that up, I wonder if that was just like, if they just had that call and answer to test to make sure everyone could hear each other, given what happened after that, where they did not yeah, hear each other. <laughs> so much for the test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Live TV, baby. But you needed a moment like that. It was fun having okay. that. And it was on Kyle to like vamp <laughs> the TikTok superstar. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. Kyle got out pretty clean from this one. Didn't Kyle? have to talk about his personal journey. Got to make some TikTok faces. Got to be in love with Alyssa. Got to be one of America's favorite players. Okay. This is how I know this nation is <laughs> fucking fucked. This is uh-huh. this is disgusting. This is so... I said, how did I they said, even let shocked. this happen? How did they even let that? Like, why didn't they just say, oh, the top two vote-getters were <laughs> like Michael and Brittany? Like, come on. Come on, don't reward this. Don't reward I'm honestly, this. I, well, every I'm sure I'm every, shocked. Oh, go for it. Okay. What's up? Go on. Go for it. No, you go. <laughs> I was shocked because like I always think the late the more you're on the show, the higher chance you have. Yeah. And I really thought that audiences loved Turner. I thought Turner was gonna be in the top three. I think he to- stole Turner's spot because Turner had that like lovable goofball. I said to Brett. Uh, a while ago, like Turner is neutral, lawful neutral Paul, <laughs> where it's like he gives good DR. He's not like an evil genius. He's and a he's character. Not, he's a, yeah. He's like a bit of a character. character. Yeah. And he was on for so long. So I would figure people would really like that. People loved, they did love the muffin bit at first. And he had like a lot of great little funny moments. So I was just very surprised that he didn't make it. Or Joseph, who was like. No, a, I'm not surprised he didn't make wow, it. Wow. Why? Because he was he was also Taylor's like number one fan. Like you wanna you wanna get all of Taylor's people together. The Kyle thing, yeah. wow man. Like I just assume my assumption is that like a bunch of mega churches were like a white person is in trouble for being canceled for being a giant piece of shit. Christians assemble. <laughs> Probably, probably <laughs> them are like, yeah, freaky incel creeps. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just like, oh my yeah. god. I mean, it's just like Louis C.K. like doing his tour of like, actually, I'm canceled now. Like, you gotta see me on tour. I've been canceled, <laughs> Tim Allen. I've been canceled. And like, I mean, leading into his, it, I don't know. But like, to his credit, can you believe I'm saying this? Should we just stop? Why am I giving Kyle credit? <laughs> But I was going to give him credit of like, he does seem like he's trying to learn and move forward. And like, that's as best as anyone can hope for. You know what? Also, I'm going to say this was like, in the, 
in football and and bas- basketball and baseball and in sports they call something like a schedule loss or a schedule win where you're like yeah this team was just not going to win this game because they've played like three nights in a row and the other team has had like a week off like of course this team mm. wasn't going to win like this was like almost the so this was like a production win like this was production sanitizing his exit from the house in such a way that it actually made him feel like a redeemable character when he probably didn't deserve that much credit. And like they built this redemption story around him because of how they edited his final episode or two, or it's like, it's actually, there's actually an award the fifth third place award or whatever goes to the editors for <laughs> making him yeah. such a, a kind of identifiable and human. And I, I'm and I'm not saying that he like again like with the Kyle thing that was such a weird situation. We don't think Kyle's like <laughs> actively He's not out there evil, being like, like evil. Yeah. And he does seem <laughs> he does seem one million percent legitimately like horrified and remorseful. <laughs> it's fun to dunk on, but like it does feel like. Especially after that happened, people who watch the feeds more than us and and stuff were saying how lots of like that house meeting and stuff left a bad taste in Terrence's mouth and Monty's mouth, et cetera. And we didn't see any of that on the broadcast. So like no wonder why people watching the broadcast, most of America was like, you know who's really trying to do the right thing? Kyle. You don't really need to cruise after all this cancellation talk. Kyle, he needs to get away from that with that nice girl, Melissa. I mean, going back to the speeches, I was really surprised that Taylor brought it up during her speech. She was like, there was an attempt at an all-white alliance, and I was still sitting on the block when that happened. I, because just because I thought she, I just didn't realize that she would put it together in a way that made her speech and her journey all that more, because I saw that happen. And I was like, it is a little funny that like, after all of this, Michael uses the veto on Brittany. <laughs> like he's not going to use it on Taylor. Um, but for her to to see that, acknowledge it and use it in her speech, I laughed. I was like, good for her. She had burn everything. It, burn it to speech. the ground, girl. Yeah, amazing. Uh, so yeah, those were the top. So the top three were Michael, of course, Kyle and Taylor and Taylor won. And she gets to go on that love boat. But wait, she isn't isn't actually for the love boat. It's for a Princess Caribbean yeah, cruise? Yeah, it's whatever cruise line is giving them, giving CBS the boat, like, or is their sponsor, like, for the, it's not the actual love boat. It's promoting the love boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Princess yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the, whatever. Question. Yes. Weird question. Okay. If Rebecca Romaine was still with John Stamos, would John Stamos be hosting the love boat? With, wow. Like, would, she, would Rebecca Romaine be hosting the love boat with whoever her talented showbiz husband is? Or is, or would it not have come together without JSC? I think JSE? John Samos is such a Disney ABC man through and through. Oh. That I don't think, I think his body belongs to the Walt Disney Company. So I don't think he would be allowed to host a show for CBS. Here's a weird core memory I have of daytime TV, but it was when they, when John Samos and Rebecca Romaine Samos were together, they would go on talk shows and talk about how much they loved it. They were like the original Disney adults. Oh, they would talk really? about how they went to Disney. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. How much they loved going to Disney. And I remember them being on whatever it was, like Rosie O'Donnell or something. And the host was like, 
and you brought the kids, of course, and they'd be like, eh, it's really more for us. And I remember being like, that's so weird. As a child, I was like, that's weird. And I don't know. I think, I think John Samos still goes to Disney with whoever his new lady is. Samos is like on all those TikTok accounts that are like, did you know when you're standing in line for Peter Pan and you make the third turn, there's a tiny <laughs> Donald Duck. Yes. Like, I didn't know that. I'm John Samos. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, that's it, man. That's the BB that's finale. It. What are we the stupid it. stuff? To it was great. It was great. I okay. So I was emotional when Ty- when Taylor won. Uh, I mean, because it's just like a beautiful moment, an amazing moment. Um, first black female winner of Big Brother. Wh- what we've been talking about all season of like just this like sort of. You called this out in like week two of like Taylor winning this season would be the, the ultimate. Like yeah, bow this, on we top finally of it. we finally got good TV. Is all yeah. I can say, and that's what after I, years. <laughs> and then and it's like okay, everyone's saying goodbye, and I'm like, oh, I had fun. I actually had fun with this cast, and now I'm never gonna see them again. Goodbye. And then Julie was like, "Get ready," and I know this in my soul because I can count. But Julie was like BB twenty five next summer, and I was like, yeah. Fuck, I'm old. This is <laughs> this is rough. BB twenty five yeah. next summer. That just that number of what was like really, really just hit me in the stomach. Yeah, I hear you. I was saying to my husband, I was like, I'm always going to remember this season. Not only because it was, in my opinion. Maybe honestly, even the best season ever, just because I got to watch the feeds. I didn't watch feeds during like BB6 or whatever it was. I only started getting the feeds when you and I started podcasting. I always was only watching the TV version of things. So I just like will always remember this season as the season I watched. And like the feeds were so lit and I needed the feeds to be lit because I've been on maternity leave. <laughs> and so it, it was like I had the earpods in my ear the whole time. It felt like when like my daughter was napping or if she was being really fussy, I'd be like, well, I don't want to listen to this. I'm going to listen to <laughs> Dire Fest or whatever it was. And so I'll always really fondly remember this season and just be so thankful that it was so good. Every week when we were like, Oh, it might be a slow week. It wasn't. It was fun. It was exciting. Something crazy would happen. Something, someone would do something cracked. It was just like the best season in in recent memory, at least. I'm gonna and miss. I'm gonna miss our friends. It. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was fun to follow along with. Like even towards the end, it was like worth following along every week with what was happening this season and. It, other seasons where it's like, okay, well, there's eight weeks to go, and um, I guess, like, Tyler or Casey is going to win. I guess I can just, like, turn this crap off or, like, Jackson <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mickey or whatever his name was. Like, Compelling yeah, I mean, to the end, this one was. Yeah, and with and good characters and good villains who... Great cast. Yeah. So good. Top to bottom. There wasn't a dud in the whole... Maybe in Amira. But other than that. Amira, <laughs> Amira was so hot on. What? No, Amira came and delivered. She looked great, and she asked that oh. question. I was like, Amira made her last <laughs> ten seconds on TV ever count. <laughs> Indy, yeah, Indy was weird just because she like she kind of didn't know when 
the um she didn't know like when the cameras were like she just it's kind of similar to Jasmine where it was like she turned on one personality for the cameras and and everyone does that to a degree but she turned on one like one personality for the cameras and one personality for for being inside the house and one personality for the jury segment and stuff. And it was just like, no, but the personality was just put me on BB Brazil. It wasn't even being fun or <laughs> yeah, exactly. charming or anything. <laughs> Yo, it yeah. was, that was, <laughs> I hated that. Um, we have questions and stuff. I, but wait, all this is to say, I am very hopeful for BB 25. Just as I remained hopeful this whole time, I was like, I think it could still be good. And it was still good. And We've been burned so many times before that now I'm just happy that like we truly have tasted a great season and maybe there's many more to come. I also think back to when the cast was announced and we were like, okay, this guy TikTok dances with his we, mom. I was so, yeah. These yeah. four girls are completely like, indistinguishable from one, from one <laughs> <Yeah>. another. Um, <sighs> there's a guy named Pooch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, that. okay, that's the Terrence. And Terrence, who was like, Terrence definitely played above expectation. Yeah. Uh, and he was just kind of weird character. He was like kind of grumpy and, and had some <laughs> rough edges in ways that you didn't expect and <laughs> soft in ways that you didn't expect. And uh, I was, I mean, I was happy for him too because we, we often see that person go home first and he goes, you know, towards the middle of the game. He gets out, gets out Joseph, who was a pretty big competitor at that point in a yeah. very strange week. So everyone that was, was great. Everyone was good. Danielle, I did, I did pull up the, the uh, current Saskatchewan Rough Riders roster, if you want me to list off some of oh, the funniest please. names on the roster. Yeah, list them off. Kean Schaefer Baker. Keenan LaFrance. <laughs> Cody Fajardo. <laughs> Demarcus Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze Brown. <laughs> Micah Teets. Okay. <laughs> Micah Tits? Teets. <laughs> the French version of What did it okay. so simple? Kare <laughs> Vervik. Jorgen Hus. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> You sound like when Robin Williams is calling Sally Field with a bunch of different voices being like, I am job. (laughs) Okay. We got to get to some questions and comments. Okay. Some great cues and comments. The the, uh, mascot of the Rough Riders is Gainer the Gopher. No one's a rougher He's rider. A guy than a in a gopher costume. It's <laughs> like really like one of the top three worst mascot costumes you've ever seen. What's the best? Was it the best? Gritty. Gritty, yeah, it's gritty for sure. Yeah. Well, what's the second best? Uh well, it's the Philly Fanatic, who's basically like a Isn't green version of Gritty. He with a big long nose. Oh. He's going to be like honker for Also Philadelphia. Philadelphia has the lock. <laughs> has the lock on the mascots. Okay. Um, 
uh, Mayor of Easttown is the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's a can of cheese uh, that Kate Winslet stuck inside of her mouth. <laughs> From good hair person. Do y'all think that Taylor's final speech actually swayed some jury minds in her favor? Normally, the speeches don't seem to make any difference, but their reactions to it and the way they referenced it when they voted made me wonder. That's a really good question because I I also think when you're in jury, you have a lot of time to think about who you're voting for and pretty much make your decision, right, with all the permutations of the final three. So I think a good amount of them probably did we're leaning one way or another, but like you, like you said in your comment, I think her having such a powerful speech and it being so the obvious choice to have, I think these people knew what made good TV too. They knew we had to have Taylor be the winner. And so if, if they were waffling at all, I do think it tipped it over the edge. I want to come back to, we're, we're, we're being, Hey, Julie, Hey, Julie BB. We're just a platform. We're just like the metaverse. We're just fostering mm. communication, fostering growth, fostering communi- community between like-minded yeah. people. I want to get, because people are having conversations in the comments here. Another listener at Burn the Disco Down is like, well, according to what Turner said on a podcast last night, he said the jury had already decided at the round table that they were going to vote for Taylor if she was in the final two, which is really interesting. First of all, I want to say the Taylor, or I'm sorry, the Turner, Turner was with the jury for like four whole fucking minutes. What does he know? And he like smells mm. like cheese. But it does lend, it does lend cheese. to the idea that they, they might have been working together. I, I don't know. I mean, I think you have, I think you have in your mind an idea of like, I'll probably, ver- if it's this, if it's this combination, I'll vote this way. If it's that combination, I'll vote that way. But I don't know. And especially with these three house guests, and even Will said, like, this final three is like one of the best final threes, just kind of resume-wise, player-wise, that he that he had ever seen or so has different. in recent, mem- mem- recent memory. Because every year, yeah. the final three is always like two pretty good people and it's just a complete dud. So that makes it easier. Uh, and that yeah. just wasn't the case this year. So I don't know, I, probably a little bit of a, a little bit of a mix of stuff. I have a hard time believing that all eight of them like shook hands and like poured blood over a, a, a wax seal. And we're like, we're voting for Taylor eight to one. I feel like Turner also probably yeah. just didn't, we, which often happens with the person who was voted out. The, the third the person who comes in third place, they often tend to like not vote with the rest of the jury. Um, he might have just been saying that to like cover his ass because now he looks stupid as the one guy in history who didn't vote for Taylor to win. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like it's also weird for them to be like, hey, just so you know, a- a- afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. But who knows? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> From It's Matt Steele, how much do you think Dr. Will got paid to do that roundtable? I know how much. $250,000. No. Wow. $120K. <laughs> I think $1,100. $1,100? Yes. Dollars? Yeah. I know the, the I know the pound crashed today, but... It's not even $1,100 for his flight in his hotel room. 
I mean, they paid for that, but they then his fee is eleven hundred bucks. Okay, hundred percent. I'd you say you think they're paying how much? Do you really, really? How much do you think he's making? Twenty five k. No. Doctor Will it, is a it. doctor. He's a business owner. He could make more I'll money chopping someone's double chin off. Yeah, but you know why he has the panache and the marketing that he does? Because he appears on Big Brother every year. They could easily replace Dr. Will with Tiffany. I was thinking that. With, I was yeah. thinking, you know what? I think it's time for Dr. Will to be nipped and tucked out of here. Whoa. I was thinking like, yeah, maybe Tiffany, maybe Michael. Like someone who's considered like a really good mind in this. It's yeah, but it has to be there. someone who won. I think it has to be someone who won. Because otherwise, honestly, if I was one of the players and they brought out someone who didn't win to question me, I'd be like, what the fuck do you know? We're all <laughs> losers here. <laughs> like, it has to be someone who won. <laughs> so uh, from the saboteur, I don't even care that much. I just need opinions on the finale oh, fashion. Wow. Oh, yeah, we didn't also, do Also, did... Oh, yeah. Also, question, did Julie ever reference God once this season, or do you think production finally replaced the batteries on the Chenbot? Great call. We mentioned this early on, but then we didn't really need to comment on it because, yeah, she did not, she didn't mention God. She gave up. She gave right? up. Julie, ultimate quitter. <laughs> Quit on God. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what know, good man. for her <laughs> finally oh man like i do want to say that she she wore the great she wore the the black dress sunday night also yeah or thursday night rather i'll let you go to i'll let you do this but like last night's dress red dress fine mm -hmm. the shape of it the shape of it it was like a burlap sack but a dress, but made of dress material. It had the shape the of shape like kind of, of just like a square sack for potatoes. I totally agree. Also, just I'm doing a little intel. I'm on Julie Chen Moonves' Twitter page and her bio reads, host of CBS Big Brother, wife, mom, dog lover, and yogi. Didn't she used to have like follower of Christ. Corinthians 23, 19. <laughs> yeah. Didn't she used to have something like that? I don't know. I think she scrubbed. Someone scrub-a-dub-dubbed. Do you know who uh, scrubbed? They just pointed. They just said like, Jerry O'Connell is waiting in the wings. <laughs> yes. He just got off the love boat. He's got a tan that is just, it's like, we don't even have to put makeup on him. He's just looks ready to go. So you better get right. You better stop like, offending half of the people in the country with this crap. Mm -hmm. And she said... She snapped to it. Who's, who's Les Moonves? I'm just Julie Chen now. <laughs> I wish. Oh, my God. Uh, let's... Yeah, we don't need to get too much into Julie's dress more than what Brett said because he's correct. I'm, and especially looking at the pictures of her standing next to Taylor. Taylor's wearing, like, her amazing perfectly tailored, no pun intended, bodysuit by Giovanni with the sequins, the light uh, bell-bottom effect, the sheer uh, under the thigh, the asymmetrical cut, whereas Julie is wearing a red, the color is good, boat-necked, 
with little bows on the sleeves, sleeveless. I mean, I don't know what length we would call this dress. Above the knee, sack. It is a sack. It's a sack it's dress. It's sack ass. And why, it was did not they wear, why did they make her wear this? No, it wasn't. It's very strange. I, feel, I don't know. Doing, I mean, I feel like she chooses. I feel like there's probably like two to three outfits that are presented to her by a costumer early in the week. And it's like. Maybe she was just feeling relaxed. She didn't want to show off her body. She didn't yeah. want to. She wouldn't be objectified by the indulge. likes of us. Yeah. By us disgusting sickos. <laughs> <laughs> male gaze yeah exactly <laughs> for anyone's gaze for that matter other than jesus's uh so yeah if you from burn the disco down if you won the bb prize money what would you realistically this is a great do question. with the money this is a great question so good because uh, everyone in the house is like i'm gonna put my dog through law school i'm gonna buy the moon it's like okay 750k all right, let's just say that you get 325K. Let's just be real. Right. You're getting 325K. Yeah. I don't know. That's like, I don't know. I'm probably put lots of it just in like, uh, in like retirement sort of accounts. Maybe go on a nice trip. Yeah. Go on a nice trip to like, you know, Japan's opening up. Oh, yeah, a nice trip. Nice trip yeah. to Europe. Nice galvans across Europe for a few days, drop 20 to 30K there. And then it's like, I don't know, probably for me, it's like put a lot of it towards saving and investing and then put whatever makes sense towards actually owning a home because otherwise there's no way I, would, I will own a home in my life. And even then, this is yeah. just like, this is just part of a down payment, you know? Yeah, this is not fine. I live in LA. I live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even when I do, when I convert the currency to Canadian, it's around 450 Canadian. Okay. So I'm doing pretty much what Brett is doing because I've been to a little Reddit called personal finance. So I know if you get a windfall, what you want to <laughs> do is lock that money up and pretend you didn't <laughs> just put it into investment and forget you have it. Get a little treat. You can get one little treat. Dan Maybe one fun trip. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle has three tabs open. The first the first is the Survivor Wiki page so she can find out where to see all the Survivor headshots in one page in one page. For a second, reddit.com slash personal finance. Third, Wall Street bets. AMC to the moon. Danielle 2021. <laughs> No, I looked at the personal finance. How's your GameStop doing, Danny? That's why I looked into personal finance, Brett. (laughs) The personal finance header is like, did you just lose a four thousand dollars on GameStop? (laughs) Welcome to personal finance. (laughs) These are good tips. Okay, you yeah, you put it away, and then but then I would just like feel less worried. I would be like, okay, if I get laid off. At least I have 450k in savings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can work for, you can take off a few years and still live quite a nice life. Yeah, I Go wouldn't do that though. That's not what you should do. No. You should absolutely keep working. And listen, some of these. This is just a PSA to Big Brother, current, former, and upcoming Future, players. Yeah. 
Some of you might be able to quit your jobs and become social media superstars. But for the vast majority of you, it's not going to happen. So do not quit your day job. Social media is going to be done in seven years anyways. Yeah. A couple months, especially if you weren't, you know, look, Kyle is a TikTok guy. So I, he already had an audience. Great. Kyle's clearly going to do fine. if you fun, are coming in, which you're is coming disgusting. in with 1,500 Instagram followers and you think you're going to leave America's sweetheart like Taylor and have all these endorsement deals, it's not probably not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's just my little PSA. You know uh, what? But even Taylor, we love Taylor on this pod. Queen Taylor, winner of BB24. Yeah. How does that sound? It sounds great. Even Taylor, a year from now, is going to be like, hey, hey, ladies, you got any of those chips? Like, yeah, well, like, she's not going to be doing this like, shit for like a while. Like, she's going to get a great entertainment news job, I, I believe. The top, one of the top things on uh, the uh, on Joker's I'm looking at right now is Big Brother finale sees 16% drop in key demos, lowest season average of all time. Like, Hmm. Big bro- Big Brother is like, sorry, I just knocked all my stupid audio shit off. Um, Big Brother's like kind of not going to go away because it's still like <laughs> they're only paying them like seven hundred fifty k. They're just like in <laughs> Studio City. They don't have to ship an entire production crew to Fiji for for four months or whatever. Like in a way, it's still kind of cheapish to operate versus a love boat. Versus all this really big stuff, but also like I don't know. But that's what's fun about the Big Brother fandom is because it's like there's definitely like a sort of like little brother, little sister vibe going on of like pay attention to this show. It's actually like the most 4D <laughs> chess of all these shows and stuff. And but people are like, no, I watch Survivor. I watch Housewives. Like spitting each other's faces. But what's Big Brother? Mm-hmm. My grandma watches Big yeah. Brother, and she hasn't been alive for yes. four years. We just <laughs> put the feeds on in her casket. <laughs> yeah exactly i mean you can make a if you're a big part of the show obviously you can make a career being on other reality t- shows for a little while like xavier clearly has and um uh other people <laughs> see i don't really watch a lot of the other ones but they can bop around to these reality shows for a while like the challenge and amazing race but that's not gonna last forever you know you age out of mtv sooner than you age out of cbs so I'm in VH1. Oh boy, I'm in. I'm in. She's my that? cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> What's I that can't network? Drive 55. <laughs> What's the network Cotton Cleveland was on? <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's me. It's on the Game Show Network. I'm, I'm hot in Cleveland. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> TV Land, wasn't it? TV, TV Land? Land. TV Land's yeah, like, hey, TV you know Land. what? 23 and a half hours a day, we got we got family matters for you. <laughs> we got we got uh I don't even know what until these old ones. We got taxi. <laughs> we got taxi. We got Rhoda for you. But you know what? Let's get, let's get the oldest people. Oh, Columbo. <laughs> I don't know the thing. Okay, from Chelsea Quinn. How mad was Nicole that they asked her no questions? I think actually, judging by the fervor that this insane fandom has about like dragging these people through the mud, I actually don't think any of them mind not being called out on TV. 
Just because like, no matter what they say, everyone gets mad at them because they were against Taylor for two weeks. Did you see when Taylor won, (laughs) Daniel and Nicole made a beeline for her and they had these very passionate hugs between them. And it was like, hey, girl, what's up? You know, and it's like, well, I think it was to get ahead. I think it's Taylor. By by the way, don't don't watch Big Brother when you when you're done. You haven't seen it. Don't don't watch it. (laughs) I think it's get ahead of the curve. Here's one thing I'll say. These people were all are all human beings who are in a house together who shared an experience that none of us will ever experience. So, and I think Taylor, I've said this the whole season, has the most grace under pressure and seems to be a very forgiving person. I actually think they're all probably going to be friendly to a degree. And yeah. no one in the fandom's going to like that. Everyone's going to be like, no, you need to hate each other, fight more. Um, but I just don't see that happening. Sorry. No, I don't. I completely agree with you. I'm a mature individual. By that, I mean I'm old and I've seen it all. <laughs> and I think they'll all be fine. From Kev, Kev Amello, every year we hear about production interference, interference. Hashtag Helen was pushed. But I feel like <laughs> Taylor's popularity and jury favor has to be under wraps in order for this season to happen. Do you think production interfered at all outside of scripted DRs? I don't. No, I don't. I, I also don't think so. I think they... I think... The thing is, is that casts are getting more savvy, reading into questions, reading into like deep production anyway. I like if there was a fan vote, which there wasn't this year, but if if they had told them, they didn't tell them, but remember how we all voted for Britney to be saved from the backstage boss? If they had told them that, then they all would have thought, oh, Britney's America's sweetheart. We have to be nice to Britney. Like that the, I think wild. they get hints. I would have been I wild. Know. I mean, we, but they would have found out yeah. though. They would have found out if Paloma didn't go home. Nobody found mm-hmm. out. I don't yeah. think Brittany even found out. Or maybe, maybe they told her no. like outside, but like that would have been so amazing yeah. if like everyone was just like worshiping Brittany the entire time because they thought like that's what would guess them the most followers <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They read into things. They people are more aware, I think, of what the show is. So I don't think there's production interference any more than like them just doing their jobs. There's only so much, you know, they have a show to produce at the end of the day. So they have to ask them about certain things and make a point of getting certain sound bites. Uh, and then, I don't think there's that much. I mean, I, I think, I think they do glean some things from the producers and the DRs and stuff and like how things are ordered or, you know, I think even, even things to like, Taylor and Joseph, you know, kind of have a flirt mance going on. And then it's like, hey, Taylor, Joseph, we need you to come in the DR and like ask some, we're going to ask you more specific questions about this because we need to fill out a segment kind of devoted to this. And then they're like, maybe yeah. I should lean into this, you know? So mm-hmm. I think there's little exactly. stuff. Things I, like that. But I, 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 yeah, I don't think there's too much. It's fun to talk. It's fun to say there is though. It's fun to yeah, wear the tinfoil hat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from Matt May, I'm probably too late for the prod, pod. Wrong. Nope. But hey, Julie, <laughs> definitely is the fun part of watching. Thank you both. And if I'm not late, are we definitely in for a majorly disappointing BB25 now? Yes. Again, no. I'm not no. on this island. BB25, worst season ever. <gasps> Should no. I apply? No. Yes. Why no. is Todd? Honestly, I think if you've applied, you have brain damage. 
because who would want to be on this show? I say it every year. Who the hell in their right mind would be on this show? Brett, don't do it. I don't. I have a job right now. Like, if you have a job, there's no reason to do this. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for listening, for following us on this BB24 journey. Wow. It was highs and lows, but it was really mostly highs. And we just appreciate it so much. You can always tweet at us, hey, Julie, BB on Twitter and email us, Hold hey, on. Julie, big brother at gmail.com. They all went oh. to Todrick's house. The party was they, at don't Todrick's. Don't they always do that? That's that's cancelable like why did why did they even let this happen why why isn't there a producer there like listen todrick's gonna text you he's gonna invite you over don't go it's a scam it's like the guy standing (laughs) at the baggage claim (laughs) when you land in whatever (laughs) city (laughs) don't give me your bags (laughs) um i don't know listen you got a party and someone offers you a house there you go. That's true. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Julie BB. Hey, Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. That's it for Hey, Julie. A new season of Hey, Jeff starts this Saturday, but we kind of did a half episode about it already. Watch Survivor. Yeah. We'll be talking Survivor for the next couple of weeks here. So, And any other little pop culture things that come into our head, especially now that Don't Worry Darling is finally in wide release. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.